0: So Canada, 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 I literally said the word Canada. Yeah, it's live, Canada. You know. Canada honored a Nazi. Tony Katz, ninety-three, WIBC. Good morning. They did. They've got Vladimir Zelensky in Canada. They want to sing his praises. Let's honor this wonderful ninety-eight-year-old who fought with the the first Ukrainian, whatever. Well, I shouldn't, it shouldn't matter if I know no one did their homework. Absolutely no one did their homework before announcing this. As it turns out, the person uh, that they were cheering, uh, this 98-year-old, He was a member of the First Ukrainian Division during World War II, also known as the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS. Part uh, he he was a Nazi. Jaroslav Hunka is his name, and Canada gave him a standing ovation in their parliament, actual Nazi. Justin Trudeau is apologizing. The Russians are saying, you see, Ukrainians, lousy with Nazis. You don't even know your history. You know, we Russians, we fought against the Nazis. You forget, but we were with you. Maybe you should realize that Ukraine's the problem. If you want to talk about resolve, if you want to talk about getting sympathy, well, Russia just got it in spades, and it's all Justin Trudeau's fault. These people don't know anything about history. They honored a Nazi. Closer to home. Four arrested as IMPD cracks down on street takeovers. I saw a tweet about this from Reverend Charles Harrison. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I'm pretty sure the video he accompanied it with was people on horseback. And I said, what is happening here? Um, There are people coming to Indianapolis. They're coming from here in Indianapolis, in Indiana, in Kentucky. And they're bringing cars to street corners where they're, basically doing donuts. They're blocking intersections. They're damaging parking lots and businesses so they can take their car and just spin around and people are hanging out of the cars and they're blocking traffic. And the question is, what do you do about these things? And um, the answer is, I just, all right, if we're playing bumper cars, just tell me. I'll, I'll find the vehicle that'll work. What? Well, I, I, sh- I should be stopped in traffic because a bunch of people want to act the damn fool on a city street? No, nah, I think someone might actually uh, be endangering themselves. Man, I hope they're okay, but I'm getting to where I need to go and I'm getting there on time. So they should move. Same mathematics as people who block traffic. They sit there in front of traffic. The Antifa of Indianapolis, Black Lives Matter groups of Indianapolis. They'll actually pull a gun on you which they did here in Indianapolis, no one was ever charged with a crime. Joe Hogsett, really, the law and order guy, but people pulling guns on others for driving down the roads they're supposed to drive down, and and that, though nothing happens there. <laughs> Some law and order guy, Joe Hogsett is. But yeah, you block traffic, you should expect what happens to you. What? I, I quote Speaker, former Speaker Pelosi, people are going to do what they do. What, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? I stand on the side of IMPD and others in in dealing with this. And you deal with this forcefully. Screw these guys. They call them street takeovers. I couldn't care less about these people. These people don't matter. They don't count. And whatever happens to them, happens to them. It's fine by me. F these people. Go rent yourself out a parking lot or go rent yourself out a track space and go do this. You want to do it on my street corner and I now can't get to my kid or can't get to wherever I'm going? Well, you know, you started it. I just think Indy should end it. But maybe I'm being extreme. Maybe we'll just leave it to the police. Let's, let's Let's see what they do. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So we've got a night with WIBC coming up next week. I'm, I'm half set. Oh, I think it might be intense. I don't know if it's going to be funny or intense or or both. I'm I'm not I'm not sure. But guaranteed, it's going to be better than whatever Hammer and Nigel do, and that should be good enough. Tony Katz and '93, WIBC. Good morning. A night with WIBC. That's October fourth, I believe. Presented by Relay Indiana. Love those people. My segment brought to you by Premier Arms, PremierArms.com, and PA Jewelers. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Then the next night, I am giving the keynote for the Bartholomew County Republican Reagan Roundup fall dinner. It's the Reagan Roundup. I'm I'm going to have to wear jeans, perhaps some kind of hat, but I have this hair, so I will not be wearing some kind of hat, but very much looking forward to... Uh, to uh, that. Tickets are uh, available. You can also uh, get some VIP tickets. We're going to do a bourbon tasting because it's always important that I drink a lot of bourbon before giving a keynote speech. Perfect. Perfect exception. I like the planning here. It's fantastic. I might light up a cigar or four. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be really good. Really, really good. Bartholomewcounty.gop B-A-R-T-H, Bartholomew, O-L-O-M-E-W, BartholomewCounty.gop. Uh, I am speaking. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be good. I'm going to be laying the groundwork, people. That's, uh, that's all I could say. It is going to be all right. And if you attend both, if you attend a night with WIBC and then uh, the Reagan Roundup fall dinner there with the Bartholomew County Republicans, it's kind of be like a part one, part two. I think. I think that's where it's going to be, what it's going to be. It's going to be very, very good. You should be there. You should be there for that. Greenwood is planning a 16-court pickleball facility. This is going into Freedom Park, $1.3 million. Allow them to host sanctioned pickleball tournaments, increase tourism. It's so smart. It's so smart to do. I am only surprised that it hasn't happened in Carmel already. Uh, you 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 want to laugh at pickleball? Go right ahead. These pickleball people—they don't care. They'd rather hit you with a paddle upside the head. They don't care. They're into it, man. They want it. They want it bad. And this this is not going to be a a super giant thing. Sixteen courts is not super gigantic. But it's enough to get you a couple of tournaments and be fun. And if you have any kind of bleacher seating where someone can drink a beer and watch, game over. No, this is smart. This is this is very, very good. You can read more about it at IBJ.com. Uh, and then uh, I, IBJ has a, a second story. They, they had three things that were interesting to me. Former state representative John Jacob to run for Jack Sandlin's Senate seat. Uh, Senator Sandlin passing away last week at the age of seventy-two. Man, it's a baby. It's a baby right there. I don't know. I think seventy-two is a baby. What can I say? Um, so the report is is that the former state rep who I think served from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two. Um is going to run for the the, the 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 seat. Uh the Marion County GOP chair Joe Elsner is saying that caucus details will be released after the funeral of of um Senator Sandlin. And 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 rightfully so. Um I don't recall Representative Jacob at all. I don't I don't recall the dude in the in the slightest. This is how uh, Peter Blanchard over at the IBJ writes it. A controversial figure, he meaning uh, former Rep. Jacob, regularly appeared at the Indiana Statehouse wearing what appeared to be bloodstained medical scrubs as well as what looked like an aborted fetus attached to a cord around his neck. Jacob advocated for a total abortion ban without exceptions. Okay, you want to advocate for it, you go right ahead. If you're showing up in bloodstained medical scrubs, um, we have a different approach in how to and how to be impactful. that we do, that we do. So I don't know. Uh, this This is just one name there. I'm sure there are other names that are going to come up. But one of the races or many of the races we should be looking at are these um, city county council races. And I was very happy to see this for Indianapolis City County Council races to watch. Of course, we've been talking about Libby Glass, the Libertarian, going up against Jesse Brown, this socialist a communist. Libby is scheduled to be with us on Thursday to discuss that race and how it's going. Republicans need to back the Libertarian because the Republican Party in Marion County and in the state failed to run a candidate. Don't tell me you didn't have the money. Don't tell me you can't run every race. You're wrong, and you should be called out for it. You deserve all the derision you get. You run every race. That's your job. If you're not going to run it, support the libertarian. You think we should have a socialist on the council? I don't know much about Libby Glass. At least putting yourself out there as not a socialist. Got to at least give it a shot. But they have um, these uh, four races to look at. Um, District 4, it's uh, Republican Natalie Goodwin against Democrat Nick Roberts. Nick Roberts is a young dude. Um, Northside, Meridian Hills and Nora. A former deputy prosecutor, Brian Delaney, a Democrat, faces uh, Matt Hillis or Matt Hills, a Republican, but remember that Delaney defeated uh, incumbent Monroe Gray in the primary. Uh, then you have um, West Side, which includes Ben Davis and Mars Hill. You have counselor Jared Evans, um, who is going up uh, against Lisa Schmidt. In the West Side Race. And I know I'm going to get a bunch of texts from uh, who I think is uh, her her husband. Uh, Yes. Um, uh, uh, John Schmitz is an odd cat who at one moment will tweet something very nice and another moment will tweet something very, very disparaging. Uh, I don't understand the dude. He ain't my dude. That has nothing to do with his wife. I'm saying he's an odd dude and I avoid the cat that has nothing to do with whether or not his wife is a good candidate. She could be a great candidate. Go look at her. Lisa Schmidt. And then an interesting story about how Michael Paul Hart, Republican, um, is possibly in a a very, very uh, tough uh, election. He going up against Democrat Will Jackson. This is the newly redrawn District 20. Um I am appreciative that they wrote the piece. Now, whether or not you think these are the races to look at, there are other races to look at. Maybe. Like we're looking at that District 13 race, I believe it's District 13 with Libby Glass. And the socialist, we think that's an important race. So this, this is important. There, there are these races and they matter. And I cannot tell you that the Republican Party in Marion County, never mind the state of Indiana, has done enough to really take a look at these. I can't argue it on, on the county side. Um, I'm willing to bet you cash money they don't even care about it on the state side. Nope, as long as they keep the governor's mansion, nothing else matters. Let the capital city burn to the effing ground. Someone should ask Anne Hathaway if she has the same philosophy as uh, uh, um, Kyle Hupfer. Do you let Indy uh, burn because whatever? Or do you fight for every seat and fight for every opportunity? You tell me. Worthwhile piece. You should give it a read. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures down 118. NASDAQ futures down 64. I am watching a video of a customer at a, I don't know, it's a department store of some kind, uh, tackle a shoplifter. Guy's trying to steal, run out the door. This guy's like, nah, it's not happening. I'll tackle you, I'll throw you down. Gets all the clothes out of this guy's hand. The guy goes back for more. Why has anybody stopped me from stealing? I can do whatever I want. I can see whatever I want. Security's there. They ain't really doing anything. People who want a civil society and a safe society aren't going to put up with this stuff. And there's going to be more of this. And the businesses who say, oh, we don't get involved. If you get involved, you're fired. Man, that's a hiring opportunity for others. This stuff is all wrong. Allowing it to happen willy-nilly is all wrong. Allowing it to happen without some level of pushback from society is all wrong. It has to stop. It has to stop if you're black, and it has to stop if you're white. It has to stop. And everybody has to be saying so. But not everybody says so. It's fascinating to watch the number of, of hosts who won't say anything because, well, we don't want to get involved in that subject. It doesn't fit narrative. It only fits a narrative if somebody stops somebody else based on skin color from doing something. Then we can talk about it because it's all, you know, it's all racist and racial. And Anybody taking something that doesn't belong to them is wrong. Anybody coordinating these flash mobs that go in and steal everything in sight is wrong. And whatever happens to the people engaged in the flash mob, let's maybe look at it in a different way. Explain to me how January 6th is domestic terrorism, but the flash mob isn't. Ooh. Who's ready for a talk? Who's ready to fight that fight? Well, Tony, those people were trying to destroy democracy. I'm I'm sorry, uh, a business not being able to stay open because of constant theft isn't destroying democracy? You really want to make that argument? Go on, embarrass yourself. I'll wait. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I'm sure I've got some easy listening music while while you go about embarrassing yourself. You, 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 you go tell us why it is that uh, the the riot on January sixth was about destruction of democracy, uh, but yet destroying businesses all across the country is not a destruction of democracy. Uh, I'll wait. Oh wait, is this not the, is this not the music you want? All right, fine, fine. Well, I have other music. I have other music. You tell me why January sixth is uh, is an attack on democracy, but businesses losing millions, people getting threatened, and nonstop robberies isn't a threat to democracy. I'll wait. I, I will tell you, by the way, uh, the Colts would have won this thing, not in overtime, if they had put Jake Funk into the game. They they would have. Now, I am, by the way, sold. I mean, the Colts' victory, 22-19, over uh, the Baltimore Ravens, five field goals from, from Matt Gay, all of those 50-yarders, uh, very impressive. Somebody's got to name a, a sandwich after Matt Gay. This has got to happen already. He guy deserves something. This is nuts, but I'm I am totally bought in on Zach Moss. oh uh, over a hundred yards. Even with the injuries getting back in the game, I dig the pickup of Trey Sermon as well. Oh, I like it. Deion Jackson got waived. Um, I if if I am. I'm not Shane Steichen. I have never met Shane Steichen. I don't know if I could pick Shane Steichen out of a lineup. Shane, if you'd like to, to to talk, just reach out. I'd love to talk to you on air, off air, whatever the case may be. If I'm Shane Steichen, and I'm looking at the Ravens, and I'm looking at that running game, never mind that that offense wasn't perfect, never mind that safety was ugly as sin. It was gross. Gardner knows better. He knows to know where he is. Um... Maybe I'm cool with this running game. I don't think that offensive line can pass defend for its life. A lot of work has to be done. But your guy got 100 yards on the ground, over 100 yards. Maybe that's some confidence. Maybe you can make a trade for Jonathan Taylor and pick up something you need. You go to war with the army you have. Maybe this run game ain't so bad, man. But you know how it could be better? It could be better if we had this. Someone just put Jake Funk in the game already. Good Lord. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. The White House, and I'm going to decide... Who's going to be on TV and who's not going to be on TV? Believe him. That is something that Republicans, 50% of Americans, are supporting him right now, despite the fact he steals nuclear secrets and he steals war plans, and he says he's going to terminate the Constitution. So, sure, don't let him shut down TV stations. That's where we are. No, uh, Joe Scarborough, we're in the place where people recognize that Joe Biden is an incompetent old man who doesn't know what's happening around him. When do you grow up, kid? How does this guy make more money than I do? (sighs) Tony Katz, 93WIBC, good morning. They cannot, cannot get it. They cannot figure it out. You want to say things uh, uh, about uh, Donald Trump, you go right ahead. Stealing nuclear, nuclear secrets, stealing war plans. That is not fact. That is your speculation based on the documents at mar a What if he, as president, could take those things? Not that he should, because I agree that he shouldn't, but screaming stealing? What about all the classified documents Joe Biden had? If you're going to make an argument, the argument needs to be complete. It needs to be in toto, in full. Yet that's not what Joe Scarborough does, nor Mika Brzezinski, because they're awful. He's going to terminate the Constitution, and then you bring in the historian Meacham to back you up. Yeah, that, that, to terminate the Constitution—that's uh, that's the key phrase here. right? That's what he says he wants to do. And then there are the folks who say that people like the two of us, uh, all of us, are—you know—we we take him too literally, not seriously. Where do we start? A mob attacked the capital of the United States to overturn a free and fair election. The president of the United States pressured officials in the various states to find him votes so that he would win so that's not hyperbole right that's not cable news liberal fury in the morning it's just true and if you can't handle that then the entire experiment is at risk But one could argue that the experiment survived that. But can it survive a president who has the Supreme Court say, you can't do X, and then he does X? Can it survive a president and an administration that wants to work with big tech against the American people from preventing them from speaking out? Can it survive? Can it survive the massive amount of Democrats as polling shows that doesn't believe in free speech and believes that you shouldn't be allowed to say certain things at certain times? Can it survive an administration that doesn't believe you should have the choice of what stove to use? Can it survive an administration that doesn't even believe in its own energy independence? Can it survive a political thought process that states that everything must be seen through the lens of race, so therefore nothing can ever get better? And any conversation about the progress of the United States must immediately be stymied and shamed for saying, in, in the way of saying, how dare you not recognize the bigot that you are? Trump had classified documents at Mar a Lago. I concede that. Biden had classified documents in his garage where his coke addled son was hanging out. And when his coke addled son isn't hanging out at the house in Delaware, he's hanging out at the White House in the same week that cocaine is found in a cubby. It was Hunter's cocaine. That's my argument. I'll let other people decide. You know, not the Secret Service. All of a sudden, they can't figure it out. Too much of a mystery for them. Somebody hand them a couple of Where's Waldo books and see if maybe they can start there in learning some skills. If you want to argue that Trump shouldn't have had classified documents, that's okay. If you want to argue Trump, but not argue Biden, you're an unserious Unserious person, end of discussion. And if you want to argue that one person is charged and another person isn't, that kids is the conversation about two tier justice. But Tony, there can't be any two tier justice from the Department of Justice. Senator Bob Menendez got charged for having bars of gold in his house. Yeah, he did. Because he had bars of gold in his house, teaming up with some Egyptians who were trying to get favors from him. Just like he may have given favors through that Dr. Solomon Melgin. As a matter of fact, as the story goes, the reporting goes, I think one of the best stories out there right now. Hunter Biden wanted to lobby Senator Menendez of New Jersey, who has since been indicted. He wanted to lobby him on behalf of foreign climate clients, according to emails. A Spanish rail company hired Rosemont Seneca Partners, which was Hunter Biden's investment firm. Like anybody would hire Hunter Biden if his last name wasn't Biden, to lobby the Department of Transportation and Amtrak for government contracts on railway projects. And they spoke with Menendez's office about how this company about this company and tried to secure meetings between them. So Lord only knows. If it's shady, it's Hunter. Hunter Biden uh, not trying to destroy uh, democracy. Bob Menendez, the same. Only Trump. Look, hating Trump is fine. Knock yourself out. Not honestly addressing conversation is unacceptable. Joe Scarborough has failed as a television host, he fails as a rational mind. He is broken. Broken. And yes, if you're asking, it bothers the hell out of me that he makes more money than I do. Because I didn't realize you could be a chump and still get paid. Man, America's great, isn't it?